From the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask hockey shops present College Hockey West Weekly. Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Desert Toyota of Tucson. No gimmicks, no games, just a great car and a great experience. Find us at DesertToyota.com or at 7150 East 22nd Street in Tucson. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to TopGolf.com. The NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. By Amdrive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. My summer skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Now at our two locations, the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas and the new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. And by College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios presented by Behind the Mask is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, to another Tuesday night as things start to wind down in the NCAA hockey world. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Chandler, Arizona, where we're starting to get a few sprinkles uh, after about an 83, 84-degree day. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein out on Long Island, New York, where I understand there was a little white stuff flying around today. Uh, yeah, if you want to see my reaction to your comment, just look in the chat and you'll see it. <laughs> this, was a, this was a miserable day today. It was 84 and muggy and now a few raindrops. I might have to turn the wipers on if things continue this way. Yeah, 84 and horrible. Yeah, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> How are things on the island? Wet, white, and disgusting. <laughs> I love it. Well, good no, thing no, we've sure got non we've got non disgusting things to talk about tonight because we're gonna prep you, everybody, for the major conference tournaments. Uh we'll start with Friday night's tournaments, then we'll work to uh what's going on Saturday night. We'll do our best to let you know when and where you can find these games and uh, who we think is gonna win these games because Paul loves predictions. No, but okay. That's fine. Okay, so last night we went through the Super 16. We went through right. uh, the pairwise. We yes, broke kind of everything down, and, and we went bracket-wise to let people know who we thought was going uh, where and why right. and who right. they would play and right. how it would go. Um, well, yeah, I think we went through it, and, and I just kind of went back and played with that again to, to go with the extremes to see what would happen. And, you know, regardless of of – uh, the top four don't almost never change. Don't change. They really don't. And they Maybe. won't this year either. Well, no, I'm talking about uh, based on, on what happens in the games. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I get it. You know, uh, maybe uh, BU and, and Michigan might swap, but I doubt it. That would take basically – um, all of the favorites. Yeah, <laughs> to win or all the favorites to lose. I don't know. Um, I guess all you I have to look in the pairwise ball is just to see the numbers that are well, um let's put that are way. in the P, in the RPI. That's where you know if there's more than a full digit instead of uh, a bunch of uh point five fours. 
uh, well, you know you're pretty way. safe. Let's put it this way, just just to kind of show you what, just to just to kind of say. Uh, Did I lose you? Are you still there? No, I'm still here. Or are you on mute? I'm not on mute. I can't hear you. Get better headphones. I'm still here. It's a crazy headphones that I'm trying to use. Uh, they they come in and out just like uh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what they do. I mean, basically, my point being is if there are extreme circumstances, like all of the 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 lower seeds winning, you might see something switch from BU being four to Michigan being four or vice versa. But um, I don't really see that happening. So... Uh, but okay that that's cool um but let's do this but okay. there's a button there somewhere well i'm just saying uh, you can sit there and and play around with it i mean there doesn't seem to be too many scenarios where uh, michigan and bc might switch around but it's possible but that's about you know that would take some some extremes Okay, I, I lied to everybody that was listening, including you. Instead of Friday, let's go to the tournaments, uh, the conferences that just have a championship game to be played. Let's start there. So let's start with the Big Ten because that's easy. Michigan at Minnesota, they're both going in. They're probably both going in as number one seeds in different regions, obviously. Uh, no, uh, well, not necessarily, but I mean, it's you, likely. You think they're going number one seeds in the same region? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is there is a chance that... that yeah, it's too slight. Too slight BU, of a chance. Well, yeah, yeah, there's no... Yeah. it's. I'm just saying it's possible. Yeah. It's so very for, unlikely. For sake of argument, let's just say that the Big Ten schools are in. It's Michigan at Minnesota. Right, well, does we Does Michigan know even have a chance against Minnesota? Well, does anybody ever have a chance against that other maroon and gold team? <laughs> No, of course not. They're uh, the gift. So, and does it does it make a difference if Michigan should beat Minnesota if nobody else does anything abnormal? It really isn't going to change things, right? Minnesota's going to so. be a number one seed, the number one overall. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of what I thought. Holy so, Cross again. so the Big Ten tournament, which will be played uh, in Minnesota on uh, Saturday night, uh, will be. Michigan at Minnesota, and we figure like it really doesn't matter. Um, they're both going to be where they're at, probably at the end of that game, right? The I mean, way they ma- started. I mean, the listen, game, so. it matters, right? You don't want to lose. Yeah, and you want to take that trophy home because yeah. it's a tournament trophy. So, yeah, I get that. I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but it doesn't. Where it doesn't matter is in the scheme of the pairwise. Well, it's not going to change anything uh, on Sunday afternoon at 4:30 Mountain Time. Well, not that we know of. I mean, listen, I haven't sat here and played with every combination. I'm sure somebody what has. Have you been, what have you been doing? <laughs> um, besides trying to avoid uh, text messages and phone calls? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, besides that. Besides anyway. That? <laughs> uh, you know, anyway. <laughs> I have my feet up on the desk, and I'm getting a, a nice little pedicure. And... That's what I thought. You know. Now, see, folks, the truth is coming out. That yeah. big palatial estate is full of servants yeah. taking care of the master. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And not Master Simone. No, he's smart enough to be in Tempe, uh, <laughs> not in this ridiculous. And by the way, after we get done running through the tournaments, we'll talk about anybody that signed, because I know two um, pretty big signings from this last weekend. Uh, the game that I watched, but anyway. Um, there were a few here and there. I mean, it's still we'll, early. We'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it here in a minute. But um, So the Big Ten Tournament, Michigan at Minnesota Saturday night. Uh, let's jump over to the CCHA Tournament, Northern Michigan at Minnesota State. Um, you think Northern Michigan has a chance? I don't think they have a chance at all. <sighs> yeah, but you didn't think they had a chance to beat Michigan Tech either. That was a rivalry game, and it was the oh, semifinals, now, oh, so and now it wasn't matters. at Minnesota State. Now that matters. Apparently. It was not at Minnesota State. It was not playing Minnesota State in Mankato it was because not. that no. does matter. No, of course it matters. But uh, according – well, yeah, but according and to this you, is, the rivalry And this is to matter. solidify your spot – 
for one team it's solidifying the spot in the tournament, maybe twelve or thirteen or fourteen, and for the other team it's uh life or it, death. It's do or die. Yeah, it is life or death. Absolutely. I, I mean when you when you sit there and, and, and you look at it, maybe you, you, you go through it, right? I mean, uh how many times did they play this year? Um they only played twice. Oh, no, I'm sorry, they did play four times, right? Um, uh, they played in November at Mankato. Um, Michigan uh, Northern gets a 3-2 overtime win and a 4-1 loss. And then they played at home and got swept by Mankato, 5-2 and 5-3. Um, Call them Mankato. They're, huh? they're going to be throwing darts at you. They're Minnesota State, not Mankato. Anyway. Well, no, 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 no. I'm saying in Mankato. Okay. I know they're Minnesota State. Okay. Okay. I thought you There's said no Mankato. Anyway. Yeah, I said in Mankato. Okay. So, so your prediction for that is Northern Michigan gets the upset or Minnesota State secures their spot in the tournament? Uh, my prediction is the winner goes to the tournament. <laughs> Minnesota State, folks. Uh, write it down. Um, Go 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 to Vegas. Go to your online bet site. Put down Minnesota State because they're going to win this thing. They're going to be a CCHA champion again. Well, All right. Listen, I mean, Northern Michigan has got Northern Michigan has gotten this far. Um, Congratulations! This is they, where it ends. Well, yeah, it could. Um, you know they. Uh, you know you, they're you a little just, bit. They're a lot younger. You're just way too nice and soft tonight. You gotta get a little fire burning. Well, they're a lot maybe younger little, than maybe that lot... fire will start to burn when we get to the NCHC. I doubt it, but um, <laughs> you know, Minnesota State's got a lot of experience, a lot of experience, and there'll be a tough out in the in the, in the NCAA tournament if you have to play them. Oh yeah, without um, a doubt. You know, and like I said, last week was a rivalry game with Northern Michigan. And I think Michigan Tech didn't know what hit them. As well, as, as, let me as put we... it to you. Let me put it to you this way: one team, Michigan Tech, knew they were going to the tournament. Of course, one team knew they had to continue to win if they wanted to go to the tournament. Well, listen, absolutely. Unfortunately, of course, it does. You don't want that to be a, a deciding factor, obviously, but. You know, let's be honest here. Uh, you know, they're they're kids. They're human nature. Yeah, uh, it sinks in. They go, we're going to the tournament. We know it. Of course. Uh, and they kind of maybe let down a little bit, and they got hit by, like you said, a, a freight train, a green and yellow freight train from Northern Michigan. You know, Northern Michigan scored early. Uh, scored a couple of times in the first eight minutes of the game, and it just kind of snowballed. Oh, nice reference for Northern Michigan. It just kind of snowballed. Yeah, well. You been to that airport, Paul? Uh, no. In the wintertime? No. Snow banks nobody, are... Nobody stained should be, but... Snow banks are 20 feet high. I can't even... I <laughs> cannot even imagine. Anyway. Sorry, Phil. I cannot even imagine. That That's enough of that. Um, okay, so let's move on to the other championship games. So there are three title games... Um, that, that don't have any semifinals attached to them this weekend. The last one is the Atlantic Hockey uh, Tournament, which would be Holy Cross at Canisius. Who predicted that one? No one. Nobody. Anybody that says they did is lying. <laughs> um, Holy Cross and Canisius. Oh, my goodness. That now, conference is something else this year. Well, you know, I mean, Holy Cross is, is a hot team right now. They've gotten to this point in the conference tournament Dare I say a hot cross? They've gotten to this point in the tournament. <laughs> this is the deep side. <laughs> a pause. Okay. You know, they, they won two one-goal games against AIC on the road, including the the, the including the, the, the series winner in overtime. And they go to RIT and win two out of three on the road there. Yeah, go figure. Uh, including two games that went to overtime, even though they split those. And once again, you're talking about a team in a game that, you know, uh, it was a tight game. Holy Cross got the first one. 
Then got a shorthanded goal about a minute later, just before the end of the period. And and then got two empty net goals. So even though the score was five to one, you know, it was a three one game till late in the third period. But, you know, once again, Holy Cross got out ahead like Northern Michigan did and held on. Because it's because in in need in because Holy Cross didn't outshoot RIT. But let me ask you this, Paul. Just in kind of general this season, or and I don't know if it's me or if you're seeing the same thing, but haven't there been more like two or three goal explosions in a short period of time this year than than you've seen in the past? Because to me, it feels like we're seeing those tight games all of a sudden. One team, Colorado College, did it. You're talking about Holy Cross. Um, all yeah, of a sudden, you just, you, you just blow up for two or three goals in two minutes or something like that. Maybe we're just noticing it more because it's happened a lot with one of the teams we watch all the time. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I, I can't sit it. here. I can't sit here and say to you, yes, I agree with you, or no, I disagree with you. Uh, although my tendency is the automatic default is I disagree <laughs> with you, but. Did I tell um, you how great that New York Mets team is going to be this year? They're going to win the World Series. Yes, no it only works if you're serious. It. I am serious. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, like I said, we probably just it notice it more. It I'm serious. So, but. Okay, um, so, so what you're telling us in this uh, podcast is that yeah. Holy Cross is your pick to move on. I and didn't be say Canisius that. And, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you I didn't say that. You hinted at it because you said you would love to see Holy Cross take on Minnesota. That's a Fargo. different story. In that Fargo. is a, That's a difference. <laughs> that has nothing to do with who I think is going to win the game. How are they going to get there if they don't beat Canisius? I understand that, but you're, 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 putting, you're telling me, <laughs> you're saying that I'm making a prediction. I'm not making a prediction. <laughs> okay. What I'm saying I just want is, everybody to know that you're loving Holy Cross in Fargo against Minnesota. You might no. even make the trip there if that's no. happening. No. Oh, no. No, it's not happening? No. <laughs> okay. No. Just checking. Just checking. No. You, I, it, no. no. <laughs> money or no money, I'm not going there at <laughs> this time of the year. That's, no, it's not. It's not no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, let, so... That's Saturday night's uh, title games that are already right. preset. Now, Friday night, we're going to go through the ECAC, the Hockey East, and the NCHC in that order. So there are two semifinal games that must be played each each uh, site. Um, the nineteen eighty rink is the host of the ECAC. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, yeah, that is uh, pretty cool. What would happen if they won tonight? Who? Anybody? I'm just wondering if they, they played move on tonight. They would move on. Okay. I mean, I okay. Just trying to egg you on. Anyway, uh, Colgate versus Quinnipiac. Colgate got a prayer. No. Say no. They don't have a prayer. A prayer? Yeah, they have a prayer. <laughs> That'd be about it. Okay. Quinnipiac with Yana Peretz. And uh, that lineup has just been stellar all year. I don't see them folding in the semifinal uh, round of the ECAC. And again, even if they were to, it's not changing their position in the pairwise on Sunday afternoon, correct? Uh, no, it's not. I mean, and and by the way, Colgate is beating Quinnipiac this year. That's yeah, not happening now. I, I don't. I don't. They, the two games they played, they split. I don't see it happening uh, this weekend. I don't see that happening. I I think uh, Quinnipiac probably wants to make a statement with their thirty-plus wins. That maybe they should be number one in the pairwise. Yeah, make that statement and, and get on your way to Bridgeport because that's where you're going. And I don't think that there, if you ask them, that they would probably be happy. How, how far is it, Paul, from Quinnipiac to Bridgeport? It's about a half hour, I think. Okay, just checking. Maybe for I can look for you if you can. Can like. you say? Can you say home ice? Oh, absolutely. Uh, listen. To, I, I, there's no question that they are going to have the home ice advantage. I mean, you would think with it only being, like I said, a half hour away without traffic. Okay. 
23 okay. miles. And there's never traffic. No. <laughs> Not out your way. <laughs> well, they'd be going in the other direction. Well, yeah, no, they'd probably be going in the other way of the traffic. Okay. But it's, it's well, only 23. 23 it's only 23 miles. They'll get Crap. there. Crap. Are they I, walking it or bussing it? You and I, well, they, <laughs> they could walk that. I mean, if it was a little warmer. <laughs> but you and I, 23 miles. No. Sign me up for that. Yeah, yeah, but I couldn't walk it. <laughs> well, no, I probably could. I'd get tired. I couldn't in a couple of days. <laughs> anyway, I'd have to stop the rest somewhere along the way. Anyway, Quinnipiac uh, and Colgate. Quinnipiac, I think we both overwhelmingly think we'll move on to the title game on Saturday night. Their opponent would be either Cornell or Harvard. Uh, I think Cornell's been sneaking up on people, but I don't think they can beat Harvard in this environment. Well, I, I you know, I waited and waited on these ECAC teams, specifically the Ivy League teams. Um, I didn't hold their late start against them, but I still needed to see them play. Um, Cornell started a little slow, including a 2-0 loss at Quinnipiac. Uh, but once again, they came back uh, at home and beat Quinnipiac 4 nothing. So uh, it's not like these teams uh, are A, strangers, or B, really going to be afraid of each other. Um, you know, Cornell is, 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 is right there every year. You know, they, they played... Uh, they actually got swept by Harvard during the season, including a 2-1 loss in overtime. So, I mean, these teams are even. I mean, maybe you want to sit there and 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 you, and you've got these teams that are relatively senior-based teams, so they got plenty of experience. You know, um, Teddy Donato's team always is good. They have some high-end players, though. If you sit there and you look at at the Harvard roster, they have NHL draft picks all over the place. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a blue blood of college hockey. There's no doubt you about know, it. Um, they have two goalies that are no, that are draft picks in the NHL. Seven forwards. Six defensemen are draft picks in the NHL. All right, and then you take a look at at Cornell. I mean, I don't, you know, their roster has a few NHL draft picks on it, but not like, not like Harvard does. But Cornell no. once again is is a perennial. Um, I don't want to say dark horse, but that would probably be a you know, I mean. In any given year, would it surprise you if Cornell was in the Frozen Four? Might no. surprise you if they win it. Yeah, but it wouldn't surprise me if they got there. But right. That, no. But it's not happening this year. Harvard, Harvard is a team of destiny. Well, they're going to beat Harvard. They have the to beat Quinnipiac. So, yeah, I, I don't see that happening in back-to-back nights. But who knows? Wow, that was almost a tonight. Anyway. Um, okay, so let's move on to the Hockey East Tournament at TD Gardens, which is, by, by the way, it's a fabulous place. I was there for the Frozen Four last year. Right. It is a fabulous, know. fabulous place to be. Um, Boston, but not, you know. Yeah, I hear you. Um, Providence versus Boston University. Uh, I know Nate Lehman does a great job of coaching his roster. I know that he can get it done, but he can't get it done this weekend. Boston U is just a bit... Too much. All I'm going to say is... Be nice to Alaska is what I'm saying. Well, that's different. That's not the same thing as... Once again, you have a Providence team that's got some talent, right? And it's got a number of... Got a half a dozen or so NHL draft picks, which for a lot of teams is good. Um, Except when you sit there and... You 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 look at say the BU roster, and oh my, they're just—it's almost like <laughs> I Harvard. saw that I saw that group here at Tempe this year. That that's you a know, talented squad. I mean, you, know, you walk stuff. in that locker room and you just go, "Okay, what jersey are you going to be wearing in a few years?" You know, I mean, 
it's just they're they're loaded too, and they started off kind of quiet. Bu, they did, but they have picked it up and they have climbed to nearly the number four you spot know, in the paralyzed. They started off kind of slow and and had a hiccup in February, but you know they just come off of a sweep of Providence heading into the conference tournament. So, um. The only thing I'll say there, Paul, is that you just mentioned it. Coming off a sweep of Providence, it's hard to beat a team multiple times in a season. I'm telling you. I'm going to get to it in the NCHC, as you know. But but I still think Boston U gets it done in this tournament environment. Then they will take on either uh, UMass Lowell or Merrimack. And um, I think Merrimack's ride comes to an end. Sorry, guys. I I think that uh, UMass Lowell beats you and takes on Boston University for the championship. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, Lowell started off really well. I think early in the season we had them ranked. I'd have to go through. You uh, did. You did. Did I? Yeah, I had them ranked yep. a few times. Um, even as high somewhere in the top 10 as I go through things here. Um you know, had him as high as eight at one point, um, and then they dropped off the table. You know, and um, they were very up and down, and they've got you know they were hot in January, cold in February. Um, but are setting a lot of school uh, records for you know finishing at least in conference play. Or they were uh, Merrimack. So you're talking about a team that's been up and down in Lowell. But at the same time, when you look at it, and Merrimack beat uh, Lowell twice about a month ago, Merrimack set a bunch of school records. I said, I don't think they've ever finished as high as second before in the conference. And you know, you're making a lot of points that just really aren't going to matter because UMass Lowell's been there before. Merrimack, you know, just doesn't have well, the same that type part of I can't argue with. They just don't have the same type of experience, and you know what it's like in tournament environments. You're playing under the bright lights now. You're at TD Gardens. You yes. uh, you have UMass Lowell, who's been there, done that, um, and then you got. Now, a matchup that I, I think just favors UMass Lowell a little bit. I, well, you know. let's put it this way. All right. I mean, Merrimack does have some senior leadership. Sorry, I had to, had to hit the cough button there for a second. <laughs> what do you got, bronchitis? By the way, I'm sweating like a pig right now. I don't oh, know what the problem is. Yeah, no, it's not. It's no, not good. No. no, not right now. I'm supposed to board a plane tomorrow night at 7.15, and oh, I am uh, sweating. Goody. I am sweating not good. Anyway, no. okay, so let's uh, let's not talk about that because I don't want to jinx myself any more than oh. I already have. Anyway, so I, I feel like the, don't let him the in, Michael. Hockey East uh, tournament will be uh, UMass Lowell and uh, Boston U. That'll be Saturday night. Well, Again, at TD Gardens. This is a a weird situation in that conference because it is the place where you could likely see an upset. Stop it right now. Well, it just is one of the places you're likely to see one. You want Boston U to win if you're an Alaska Fairbanks Nanooks fan. Yeah, I get that. Quiet down out there on the island. Just you're, you know, you're asking me what I let's, think. Let's, oh gosh, why did I say that? That's a good question. People ask that all the time. Why does he care what you think? <laughs> but you know, uh, if if Merrimack wins, I mean. It would be an upset, but really, if 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 they do win, 
the the conference tournament? Is it really an upset um, for a team that finished in second place to win the conference tournament and was no, basically mean, was basically sixteen and eight was sixteen and eight in the conference? No, no, not certainly would not be an upset, but I just don't think that they are able to continue it because. This is a different environment, as I mentioned. It's in TD Garden. It's uh, um, you know, one and done. It's for for all the marbles. For all we know, if Merrimack loses to UMass Lowell, uh, that could oust them. Oh yeah, from the oh tournament. that's true not, too. You know, so so there's a lot of internal pressure and external pressure uh, on that squad who maybe hasn't seen it yet. I'm not gonna say they they can't. I'm just going to say that maybe they haven't quite seen that same oh, type of pressure. They are and squarely. and if they get to Saturday night, they have uh, a lot more pressure because Boston are, U is a big-time squad. They're squarely on the bubble, Merrimack, despite finishing second in Hockey East. And it's funny because the first half of the season, the, the pairwise was dominated by Hockey East teams. You and just were, made a lot of Big Ten people very angry. You know, I don't care if they're angry. Their conference was the best, and you know it. It's true, but that I don't care if they're angry. <laughs> okay. um, you know, so, I mean, it's not like, would it be an upset? Yes. Would I be shocked if Merrimack won the next two games? No. I would be. I would be shocked. Not shocked. It would be an upset. I would be I surprised. Would be I wouldn't be shocked. Okay. Uh, let's move on because we got another team, another tournament to talk about. We got the NCHC tournament at the XL Energy Center. Friday night, Colorado College versus Denver. It's called the Gold Pan at the X. Who's calling it that besides you? I don't know. Somebody is. Doubt it. <laughs> uh, it matches up two teams. Uh, about 50 miles apart off of I-25 in Colorado, the defending national champion Denver Pioneers, right. who may be getting healthy um, now because uh, they played the last couple of weekends without Sean Barons and without their goaltender Magnus Corona um, and still managed to do just fine. Right. Um, and now they get Colorado College coming in, their nemesis. You and I talked about this uh, wait, three, wait, wait, two let's, nights let's, now. Let's, let's be clear. Denver is Colorado College's nemesis. Okay. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> well, you well, listen. <laughs> it could go either way. Could it? Sure. But you but you know, right now, um, you know, Denver has beaten CC all four times this year. Which which you know, I mean, does that Help or hurt CC? I don't know. I don't know. It helps. Let me tell you that it helps because I told you before, chances, numbers, odds, uh, eventually things come around. Sure they do. And the other thing that that happens is teams continue to prepare for teams. They keep seeing They know them like the back of their hand. Um, Well, that's all conference teams. uh, I know, but not, not when you're playing them for the fifth time in the fourth different arena. Uh, okay. This is the bright lights. Denver doesn't need to do anything. They're going to be just fine if they win or lose. Colorado College, on the other hand, has something to prove. And if you don't think there'll be some little extra motivation in those black and gold tiger sweaters, um, of course because, will be, but that's... because this is their opportunity to not only knock off their arch rival, but also advance to the championship game and get an opportunity to go to the frozen or the national tournament by winning the frozen faceoff. And I don't believe they've been to the championship game. Yeah, that's a good question. I I should have known that I did not look that up to find that out. So, so anyway, uh, you know me, I called the upset. Um, No, you call squat. Yeah. It Colorado college. I'm calling the upset because uh, Oh, you're calling it. Yeah, oh, so okay. I said, I'm calling the upset uh, because I, you know, nothing against Denver. They're a great team. They're going to win the national championship in April. But this is March. This is the NCHC tournament, the XL. This is a team that has so much to play for and another team that really has nothing to play for except their fifth 
or their fourth trophy of the year. Um, that'll set them up to win the fifth. But anyway, uh, so I'm calling the upset right there. So, you know, be careful, um, Alaska Fairbanks, because I, you got another team that could steal a spot. Um, um, North Dakota, St. Cloud I mean, State listen, I, in the nightcap. Listen, I don't. I mean, like I said, I mean, the, the CC plays a style that makes it not out, you know, that if they play their game, then obviously they'll have a chance to win because it's one game. And we don't know if Magnus Crone is in the net, how the layoff will affect him. Yeah, there's there's a lot of variables. That was a good point right there. Um, and we don't we also don't know about Caden and Barico. The sponge? Who? Yeah, Caden the Sponge and Barico. I don't know who that is. P- Peter Menino said he liked that too, by the way. Um you know, I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, he so. does. He does. Caden um, the Sponge and Barico. Uh yeah, he'll play. Uh he'll be fine. And uh, Magnus will play. He'll be fine. But what I'm telling you is the only thing that I'm I'm tipping the scales in Denver's favor for, and I still think it'll be a Colorado College upset, is that Denver is really, really locked in and motivated, as I said, all week long to win five trophies. They've won three. They have two more to go. This would be number four. They want a season where they can say, not only did we win back-to-back national championships, not only did we become the first team to win 10 national champions, but we cleaned house on every trophy that was in front of us this season, that, my friend, is a perfect season. So that's that's what Denver has got for motivation. Otherwise, it's not going to matter uh, what happens oh. to them this weekend. They're going to be a one seed going to Manchester, right, they don't, New Hampshire. They don't want to lose. Come on. They still don't, it's still a rivalry game. They still don't no, want to no, lose. I, didn't, I just told you they didn't want to lose. I just said that that there's really nothing that can happen to them short of just losing this game and the opportunity to win that fourth trophy, then, um, you know, in the big picture, it's not like if they lose, they're done. No, no. If they're, if they lose, they're still a top seed and they're probably going to New Hampshire. Yeah, probably. So anyway, their possible matchup would be, could be, or whoever wins that Colorado college Denver series will get either North Dakota or St. Cloud state. Um, you know my thoughts on this one, too. It's green and white all the way, baby. Sorry, Nick. It's green and white all the way, baby, because they are coming on, and they had just too much talent. Well, St. Cloud State is a li- still a little shaky in the nets, by my opinion, and also losing a guy like Anhorn really put them in a tough, tough position. I think anybody that follows St. Cloud State hockey will tell you that was a big loss, and I think they are rebounding a little bit but I don't think they can rebound enough to beat this North Dakota team that is going to be high-powered and well-fed from their fan base. Well, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, St. Cloud is, you know, it's not like St. Cloud's got to go far to play this game. 65 miles. and yeah. Right down the interstate. Probably no traffic. Well, you, they, do they even know what traffic is up there? But they will be driving in snow, probably. Um, <laughs> and cold. It's going to be in well, the 20s. Here's the, here's the thing, though. Yeah, Anhorn, obviously a major, major blow, especially on, 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 on you know, is getting out of their zone and, and so forth and so on. And a big-time leader. Not that Spencer Meyer is not a great leader. but no, they have they have some experience. They have, they have a lot they, of leaders. You know, they have, they definitely have guys in that locker room that have been there. Um, in terms of, you know, having uh, conference tournament and NCAA tournament experience. Um, I don't know if North Dakota has as much. No, but here's the thing, and you'll experience this the, the first time you get to go to the Ralph. I'll see if we can't get you down below and let you uh, walk through the the area below. You will realize that the tradition at North Dakota is simply like no other, and it will will ingrain in you 
uh, championship qualities. And that coaching staff with Brad Berry and, and the guys, they, uh, they know how to install um, a game plan and also, also an emotional game plan. So watch this team now with their back against the wall and knowing what they have to do to get to the tournament. Um, Tyler Clevin doesn't want to leave without going to the tournament again. He wants to go to the tournament. He wants to win a national championship. They're not going to do it, but he wants to do that. And um, he's just one. Um, you well, know, I, Jackson listen, Blake's if, a little pumped up as a freshman to get this opportunity. If you're asking me, does the team that need to needs to win have an edge in any of these games? Of course they do. Of course, if 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 you, there's no matter how you look at it, players are human, and I'm not going to say that teams are not going to be prepared to play. But that desperation, certainly in the first half of these games, for these teams that need to win to get into the NCAA tournament, will definitely be there in the first half of the game. Now, the issue is how does the other team manage that and how did the team that needs to win manage that as well because you can burn yourself out by going too hard too early i know that sounds weird too much you know what I'm talking too much about. emotion too much emotion can be right, a bad can, thing like i said you can burn yourself out okay so so let's quickly recap this so we can take a break and come back about and talk about some guys that are making the jump to the next level from college hockey to professional hockey um Denver, St. Cloud, I think we agree are in the, excuse me, in the tournament. Um, Colorado College, North Dakota are outside looking in. They're going to have to win to get in. Yep. In in Hockey East, Boston U, and uh, that's 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 it. it. Yeah. The other three are on the outside looking in. Well, no, no. Well, Merrimack is right there on the bubble. They're basically right there with with Fairbanks. On the bubble. Yeah, they're on the bubble. Literally right there. Okay. And And Minnesota uh, State is kind of too. Well, I don't want to talk about them. The ECAC tournament, Colgate, Quinnipiac, Cornell, Harvard. Quinnipiac, Harvard, and Cornell are all getting in the tournament no matter what happens. Yeah, most, I no can't imagine there, right? a scenario. No, I can't imagine a scenario that Cornell is out, but it could happen. Yeah, well, it would take them to, to have a monumental uh, fall against Harvard and then have a lot of teams do some really good things. But here's the problem. There's not enough teams around them. Well, have let's control put it this of their destiny. Let's put it this way. If all the lower seeds win every game, which is obviously not going to happen, but not obviously, tonight. Still, obviously still exists as a possibility because they haven't played the games yet, then Cornell would not be in. Yeah, well, that ain't happening. So we can we well, can say I'm Cornell, just, Quinnipiac, just, and Harvard are in the tournament. Just, listen, I'm in, just telling the you that the possibility exists. <laughs> it it might be minuscule, or or or, but it still exists. Okay, okay. The Big Ten tournament. We agree. Michigan, Minnesota are both in the tournament. Well, um, yeah, I mean, CCHA, Minnesota State is in, no matter what happens. But Northern Michigan could steal a spot. If they no, win the championship, well, once again, I would tell you that Minnesota State is isn't is not guaranteed a spot either. I would tell you, I think they are, but anyway, and it's going to be a mute point because they're going to win the CCHA like they always do. Okay, uh, in Atlanta, hockey, Holy Cross at Canisius, we already know that that they Holy have an auto there. bid, so right. one of them it goes in, the other one goes home right. because uh, the other one will not have anywhere near the uh, right. R- the RPA. Uh, nope. percentage to get in so nope. okay let's do this continues. let's take a uh, a quick break let's come back and let's talk about some guys that are making the jump two of them that i know of that i saw this weekend one from long island and one from arizona state and okay. uh, we'll go from there we'll be right back at behind the mask we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, 
wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick. At Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. banks it towards the goalie. before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness gracious, man. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than some good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack is located at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, as well as its ghost kitchen. Green Creek. For lunch, dinner, or catering, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans. It's Tuesday night, which means it's time for the College Hockey West weekly podcast. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Chandler, Arizona, where the raindrops have ended. There was, uh, I counted them, 24 on my windshield. Anyway, podcasting from a parking lot. My host is always Paul Hornstein on Long Island, New York. Uh, Paul, did you count the snowflakes that were hitting your windshield on that drive home? Yeah, I lost track after about five seconds. <laughs> okay. But you did make it home safely. That's the important thing. <sighs> Miserable 90-minute drive. <laughs> Farther than Quinnipiac's going to have to go to Bridgeport. Uh, slightly. Okay. Uh, some some players are starting to sign professional contracts, so yes. take, it, take it away. Do you know the two from that I saw last weekend? Um, there were a bunch of different players that signed. Okay. Well, take it away. Oh, you're asking me to, to, to yeah. give them? Yeah. Well, okay, that's fine. Uh, we know that Chris Grando signed with Jacksonville in the ECHL. White Kaiser signed with the Blackhawks out of, from your Bulldogs. Nobody's surprised at that. Well, I didn't say anybody was surprised. <laughs> I was asking if you knew the players that I watched last weekend in person. You know, Arizona Brian State Ralston's, and Long Island. Anyway. Brian Ralston's son, Ryder, who was playing at Notre Dame, signed at the Blackhawks. Uh, Blackhawks got some space, don't they? Yeah, they might. I hope they have one spot open for somebody named Connor Bedard. Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe. You never know. See what happens. Uh, Jacob Semick signed with uh, Utah Grizzlies. Go hang out up there with uh, 
Boy, that's a scary thought. With uh, Johnny Walker? <laughs> that's a scary thought. Why is that scary? Johnny and Jacob together. Look out. Well, you know, I'm just saying they, you know, they're up there and it's re-signed. So, you know, the, I don't know. I don't know who else you're talking about, but. Are you serious? But, well, I probably do. But check, check your Long Island roster. You a Long Island guy? Oh, you mean, <laughs> uh, listen, I'm sure that that somebody from LIU signed up pre. Check the roster. He's a All grad right. student. Oh, listen, One I, of their I top players. About it. I just don't remember the name. Serious? Uh, You're going to make me do this live on the air when I have other things that I need to do, like well, why run, can't... run and operate things? And, well, and you're going you like, should you got to do this. You got to do this. I have this. to do this? <laughs> I'm finding it. No, I don't mind. <laughs> I want to make sure it. I get it right. I want to make sure I get it right. Eh, you, know, you don't, but whatever. Yeah, I do. He's one of the sharks, um, and I just can't remember. Um, oh, God, I'm slipping, slipping up right now. Yeah, um, uh, it's killing me too, because we were gonna visit. Had they won a game, we were gonna visit. But uh, um, let's see, Adam Goodsir. No. Or is that? That might be. He went to play for the Barracuda. <sighs> I saw it. I just don't remember the name. You talking about Anthony Vincent? Yes, Anthony Vincent. Yeah. Sorry, Anthony. I should have known that. You were a star this last weekend at Mullet Arena, and uh, I totally I totally just drew a blank on his name. Uh, my apologies because he was very, very, very good, and the San Jose Barracuda are going to enjoy him on their roster, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, this is when you'll start seeing those guys sign, right, and as – as 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 teams fall out of the tournament, you know you'll see them. You'll see them. You'll see more guys sign. Okay, you got anybody else that that made the jump? Uh that I saw. Of? Yeah, that you saw. I haven't seen, but that doesn't mean that they haven't done it. Right. I was, well, I was asking you who who you've seen because uh, I haven't seen anybody else either. Anybody said that they're uh, not coming back next year yet? No, I haven't seen any of that. Okay. So you've been sleeping good at night is what you're saying. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. I mean Have you checked have you checked the Red Wings uh lineup at all? I have not. There's a few guys that have uh, little red wings by their college uh, uh, roster spot. I'm aware. Okay. Just checking. You know, Just Ryan O'Reilly is one of them. Yep. Master Simone's another. another. I yep. know how this works. Okay. Good job. You got this down. I'm not I'm not too worried. Okay, so yeah. let's talk NCHC uh, tournament. Tom, uh, tomorrow will be travel day for everybody. Today was the media day. Unfortunately, I was not able to participate uh, in the uh, in the uh, Zoom presentation. It was kind of spread out today. It was uh, Colorado right. College and I think St. Cloud and then North Dakota. And then way at the end of the day, it was uh, Denver. So Denver uh, still being able to pull a little rank being the fact that they're the defending national right. champion. But so anyway, I wasn't able to hear that. Uh, it is online though. And I'll try to grab it and see if we can't get it put up on, uh, right. on the college hockey West YouTube channel. Uh, if I can gather in all the information, but anyway, travel day tomorrow, Thursday practices starting at 10 15, I believe. And uh, we'll go kind of back to back to back to back. And there'll be media availability after that. Then they uh, have the NCHC awards dinner tomorrow night. And uh, yeah, that'll be tomorrow. Uh, sorry, Thursday night. That'll be okay. Thursday night. And then on Friday, 4.07. Love that time. 4.07. The Colorado College Tigers and the Denver Pioneers. The two teams from Colorado do battle in Minnesota. Go figure. Well, <laughs> the champion, championship. Up, you know, whatever. The, uh, the mean, second game of the uh, semifinal matchups will feature the North Dakota Fighting Hawks and the St. Cloud so, State Huskies. Um, I think we've beat this one to death. We know exactly what's going to happen by now. Well, you certainly do they have to, to play know. the game or not? Well, or do they, they just want to take? Have to. 
Oh, I thought maybe they just wanted to take my predictions, just write them down, move them on. If they were, so they were listen. Uh, you know, if they were smart, they would. But you know, <laughs> no, they wouldn't because you tell me every one of my predictions is wrong. Right. So no, don't take my predictions. <laughs> they won't be right at all. But anyway, um, so that's going on. Then of course Saturday night, seven uh, thirty-seven uh, p.m. After they make the NHL players play in the middle middle of the afternoon. Love that. Boston, Minnesota Wild in the middle of the afternoon. And then the championship game of the NCHC gets the nightcap at the right. X, the right. XL Energy Center. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's kind of anticlimactic, and I led this all up for you. That's the schedule. <laughs> all right. Um, you want to quickly run through the who's going to, uh, Who's going to be the number one seeds uh, in the uh, NCAA tournament when the selection show happens? 4.30 p.m. Mountain Time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday on ESPNU. Well, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it's going to be that other maroon and gold team. <laughs> will be one of them. Oh, the hate mail's coming your way already. I don't care. Followed by. Followed by. Denver. Followed by Michigan. All right. You wanna go on you wanna do the second seeds too? No, because they're all no, because there's it's <laughs> ridiculous at this point. These teams all still have to play games. Do you want to go down the the uh the four we seeds? We can if you want, but go go through the four seeds because there's one that I know is gonna tickle you and I want to hear it. Number one plays number sixteen. Who's that sixteen right. seed? 16 would be either Kinesis or Holy Cross. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to just jump in both feet and say, come on, Crusaders, get it done. Well, like I said, I, I don't know if they can, but I'm not going to lie. They're... You will have your eyeballs glued on that that regional if that happens, won't you? Well, I'm honest. glued on all of them. But... I know, but you'll have them really glued on that one because you want to see that, don't you? I want to see history repeat itself. Yes, I do. <laughs> Chaos. I want to see history repeat itself. There's I think that's no your middle doubt. name, Paul Chaos Hornstein. <laughs> there is no doubt. Okay. Um, so. You want to run down any of them? We got two minutes left. Or do you just want to say goodnight and let me go sweat it out somewhere? Because I'm literally sweating it out as we speak. From the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask, College Hockey West Weekly. Brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Now at our two locations, the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas and the new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. Now the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey, Jets Pizza. Go to jetspeats.com to find your fresh deal at your nearest Jets location today. Top Golf, play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find that house, see your local Top Golf Center, or go to topgolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. The Spaghetti Shack, quality food quickly with locations in Tempe and Pine Top, and the Ghost Kitchen in Queen Creek at the spaghettishop.com. Liberty University, hockey, education, and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. Buy M-Drive. Go to M-Drive for men to see which M-Drive formula is for you. And buy College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask and all of the Ice Time HockeyWest.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download wherever you get your podcasts from. Search, rate, and review. I-T-H-S-W podcasts, all one word, I-T-H-S-W podcasts, all one word, help people find the show. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Weekly and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will uh, say a uh, very healthy and happy good night to everybody, including myself. <laughs> out yeah, here. good luck. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Don't even wish me on that. Uh, anyway, um, we'll try to get through the evening, get on to uh, St. Paul, Minnesota for the NCHC Frozen Faceoff. You can watch all the games. That's what I meant to do earlier today, and we did not uh, 
say where you can watch the games at, but we know the NCHC, the important one, is on CBS Sports Network Correct. Friday and Saturday. Correct. And um, Sunday night, Paul and I will be back with you to uh, break down the selection show, all the official brackets, who's going where, um, travel plans to get to New Hampshire to see the Denver Pioneers, and possibly the Nanooks. Well, we'll see. <laughs> all right. Uh, tomorrow night, Stephen Marsh and I will get you kicked off as a preview show for the ACHA National Tournament starts in Marlboro, Massachusetts on Thursday. So we will have everything for you tomorrow night. We'll say goodnight. Little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. De Niro. Good night, everybody.